This is an open dialogue, and I am Violet Howe, and normally the next voice you hear would be Tadra Candle. Unfortunately, Tadra is a little bit under the weather and is not able to join us today, but my dear friend and fellow author, Alicia Hyder, is here. Say hi, Alicia. Hello, everyone. Hello. Why don't you tell us just a little bit about who you are? Well, first of all, I'm really sad that Tadra is sick, and I hope I that you feel better soon, my friend. Um, me too. But I'm so excited that you asked me to do this, so thank you. Yay! Welcome to an open dialogue. You're actually <laughs> our first guest host, our first Yay! guest, our first guest host. So that's, that's such pretty an special. Honor. It is. It is pretty cool. So um, you're oh, an author. I am Tell an about author. yourself. I, I write the books. <laughs> I write the words. <laughs> um, I've been writing since, I guess I've published my first book in 2015, which is three years ago. Holy cow. Right. Um, I know. It goes quickly, doesn't it? It does. Um, so I write a paranormal suspense series called The Soul Summoner. And I also just started this year a new series about women's flat track roller derby, which is awesome. Which I am like fascinated with and I definitely want to get to that. Um, but I, I think we should just very briefly talk about how we met because I also published for the first time in 2015. So we've kind of been on, you know, somewhat parallel journeys. And so why don't, why don't you tell how we met since you initiated our meeting? Uh, okay, I'll tell my side and then you can tell your side about how, yes, how was definitely. I creepy or was I not creepy? Um, <laughs> So I had just moved to Orlando, Florida, just outside of Orlando, and I decided to publish my first book in the middle of uh, chemo treatment because I had stage two Hodgkin's lymphoma. And all of this transpired literally about three months after we moved to the area. So I knew no one in Florida and certainly no one in the publishing world really anywhere because I was brands banking new and had no idea what I was doing publishing books. And so my first thought was, I'm going to go to our local library or our local bookstore and see if the whoever runs the bookstore knows of authors in the area. So and I I'll, did. And I'll interject to say that this was like probably the, the tiniest bookstore known to mankind the lady who ran it um mary she no longer runs it absolutely wonderful wonderful lady who who wanted very much to bring an independent bookstore to the area and i appreciate that but yes this was like the tiniest it little was the space. harry potter broom closet of bookstores yes with an out <laughs> with an alice in wonderland theme so it was like harry potter size yeah. with a yes with an alice in wonderland theme it was. I think that it, the original space was meant to be some sort of storage closet on that yes. little downtown main street of the metropolis of Claremont. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, so I walked in and whoever was working was filling in for Mary. It wasn't Mary, but I asked about local authors. She's like, oh, we have a whole shelf of local authors. So I went over and sure enough, there was this one bookshelf that had maybe 20 books on it by assorted authors in the area. And I bought one of every book on that shelf. And um, I, I remember one of them that really caught my eye, and I won't say the name of it, but it like had horror in the title. I don't, can I say that on this podcast? Yes. <laughs> 
what is our we, rating here? We are we are <laughs> officially rated explicit on iTunes, and oh, that's excellent. not okay. It's not because we are explicit, but it's because occasionally I I love Jesus and I cuss a little. So yeah, yeah we I had to write yeah. explicit just in case. And we I also sometimes yeah. talk about romance and sex. So we just we decided to leave it open. So Smart. there you go. Smart. Uh, so one of the books had horror in the title, and um, uh, then there was a there was a guy that was writing about um, moose. Like I don't know, it was just a <laughs> big assortment. And then there was this wedding planner book, and it had a beautiful cover. And I'm like, oh, this is okay. And it was the wedding planner by the lovely Violet Howe. Oh. and. Uh, I took all of the books home and I started to read them or tried desperately to read them. But the only one that I really like fell in love with was The Wedding Planner. Aww. And I was like, okay. And then I, of course, stalked you online, as we <laughs> all do. Um, and Violet knew what she was doing. Like she was really working this author thing and she was, you know, trying to cultivate a following. And, you know, we were both brand spanking new to the business. Right. But I felt right. like you and I were on a similar path trying to get to, you know, the same place. Yes. And so I just, I sent you a cold call on Facebook, a nice little, you know, married white author looking for similar. <laughs> and, <laughs> you know what I mean? To, ne to network and share margaritas. <laughs> exactly. And I asked you to go to lunch and you agreed and didn't think that I was too creepy or at least, you know, I didn't, it didn't seem like you did. And you met me for margaritas and tacos and it became a monthly thing. There you go. I, I did tell plenty of people where I was going and made sure that I met you <laughs> in a public place. <laughs> we had our first date and it was fantastic. We did. Um, I, I very much love networking with other authors. And I will say like when I when I worked in weddings, like I was surrounded by a huge team of people because you have not only your your fellow wedding team, you also have like, you know, the florist and the DJ and the photographer and the videographer. And it's such a huge team of people that you're working with. And everybody's like, you know, working together to pull that event off. And when I was a teacher, I was surrounded by a huge team of, of people, like whether that be your grade level teacher, or whether that be your subject area teachers that are all working together to try to pull things off. And um, writing was, was somewhat solitary for me. And so I always, solitary. yes. And so that was unusual for me. And, and so I, I very much enjoy networking with other authors and I very much enjoy I definitely have had so much help from authors who were very generous with their knowledge and with their experiences. And so when you reached out, I was like, yes, most definitely. Let's meet up. And <laughs> and you mentioned margarita. So you had me at salt around the rim. So, yeah. So I'm very glad that you reached out. Um, and then we've just kind of stayed in touch since then and kind of continued to share knowledge and share experiences and whenever possible, share margaritas, even though you left me and I abandoned did. me and moved I away from the area. I abandoned you down there. You did. So tell me a little bit about, because I know um, your latest book, Lights Out Lucy. It's is not my latest book. Oh, what did you? Oh, that's right. You had another one come out in the Soul Summoner series. I think I've published two since Lights Out Lucy. Wow. See, I'm but just all in my this little, year because I'm on I'm the ball. Like I'm cave. getting things done. Yeah. <laughs> evidently, evidently, I'm running in front of the ball like Indiana Jones, and it's taking me over. So, um, but I do want to talk about roller derby because I have to tell you that when Absolutely. when I found out that you did roller derby and I and I already had love and respect for you like you know massively but when I found out you did roller derby oh my gosh like I 
I am not a fan of pain. I, I will go so <laughs> far as either. to say <laughs> I am a huge wimp. Like I remember playing, I think I played softball maybe in like junior high school and I got hit in the face with the ball. And I remember, you know, playing like basketball. I, I'm just not athletic. I'm not athletic at all. My father was a coach. My father excelled at every sport imaginable. And bless his heart, he had a child who had no athletic ability at all. I can sing. I can dance. I can write. I can act. I cannot do anything athletic. So the fact that you do roller derby makes me a little scared of you and a little in awe of you. Well, first so, of all, I did roller derby. I do not do it anymore. <laughs> they, so, my daughter plays now, so I'm like officially a derby mom. And the first day that I took her to practice, you know, of course they knew that I used to play for the adult team. And the coaches were like, hey, you should bring your skates and skate with us. And they're like, nope, I'm, I'm good. I'm nope. Done. <laughs> But see, like, okay, so I, even right now, like, I literally was sitting here cringing as you were saying that, like, you're, you're going into a situation where you know, okay, when I go in circles around, I guess it's ovals, when I go in ovals around the roller skating rink, I'm terrified that I'm going to fall and land on my butt. So even though I got plenty of butt to land on, like, you know, you're going into a situation where people are going to elbow you, they're going to knock you down, they're going to slam you against the wall. Like, how do you get like, yeah, let's go do that. Well, first of all, you are heavily padded, like roller derby 101, you have to wear serious, like metal plated gear. Uh, okay. If you fall, you you don't usually wear any on your on your butt, um, except we, I did play with a girl. She wore padded shorts, which was really brilliant. Um, uh-huh. But you know, it's knee pads, it's steel plated wrist guards, and elbow pads, and helmet, and you know, so you are pretty well protected, um, at least from smacking the concrete or running into other people. But it, yeah, injuries is a really, really huge thing in the sport. Like one of the taglines for the book is it's not a matter of if you get hurt, but of how bad and when, because that was what one of the veteran skaters warned us about our first day in fresh meat training. She was like, you oh, know, you're going to get hurt. I love that hurt. they call it fresh meat training. That right yeah, there. Yeah, fresh meat. <laughs> <laughs> that was going to be the title of the first book of the series. We were going to have I was planning to have the fresh meat book and then a book about the B team, which is the training team and then the all-star team. And everyone vetoed that idea. Like all of the people that I trust yeah. in the publishing world, they were like, you cannot name a book fresh meat. It is not yeah, going to have I, I think if, if you had named the book fresh meat, then I picture that it's like something that's attached to the Saw series. Like, you know yeah, what I mean? Like I think that totally. throws it into a whole different genre. But Totally. Yeah. Now, only do they derby people you? would get it. Do they teach you how to fall? Like I know when my my sons were younger and we went to like skateboard camp and like the very first day of the camp, they're like, we're going to teach them to fall. And I'm like, shouldn't you be teaching them to stay up? But I'm assuming you learn how to fall, how to roll. Yeah. yeah. Well, not to roll because hopefully we're not doing any rolling. Um, (laughs) There are a lot of other women around you with skates and heavy gear on. You don't want to roll around them. Um, But well, I guess roll on your wheels. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, the first day of practice, the very first day is a lot of intensive training on muscle memory so that when you go down, you go down correctly. So it's also a kind of a double-edged sword because now if I go roller skating for fun, like if I take my kids to the roller skating rink, I really need to be wearing um, my pads because my body is so trained 
that if I feel like I'm going to go down, that my knees automatically go first. Right. And right. when you do that and you don't have gear on, oh gosh, the bruises from the roller skating rink, they're probably worse than some of the ones that I got actually playing the sport. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> because now, I'm like, now you're, I'm you're, a badass. I don't need pads. Yeah. No, no, yeah I did so, absolutely need pads. So your recreational bruising is worse than, worse than any of your career bruises. <laughs> I almost broke my kneecap and I didn't oh tell, gosh. I didn't tell my husband cause he was with me. Uh, he laughed really, really hard when I went down though. <laughs> and I didn't tell him like how injured I was, but I'm surprised that I didn't crack my kneecap. It was bad. Oh my gosh. And that was at the roller skating rink, like Sunday afternoon family skate. Wow. Yeah. See, I, I want to be fearless. Like I, one of my favorite characters that I write is my character Sloan because to some degree she's, she's fearless. And I like that because that is totally not me. Like I would love to say, <laughs> oh, hell yeah, I'll go try out for roller derby, but I know that is never going to happen. So I'm going to live vicariously through you, my roller derby friend. Um, so yeah, that's, that's, so do you have, I know you've been doing, you've been kind of touring around to some um, derbies or, or to some, you know, do you call them games or they're, they matches? What are they called? Bouts. bouts. See, yeah. that even sounds brutal. Right? Okay. So <laughs> do you have more books planned in that series? Yes. Um, I've got a new one coming out hopefully soon. Um, it doesn't have a release date yet, but the so first book in the series was called Lights Out Lucy, and then the second book in the series is called Britches Get Stitches, because that gets stitches. That's the derby name of the next girl, who is a seamstress by day and derby girl by night. Okay, so these titles are actually names of players, because yeah. I know that's something you and I discussed before. Like they have very creative names yeah. that they kind of choose. Okay, derby's roots are so theatrical. Um, in recent years, they've kind of gotten away from the theatrics and are focusing on being a serious sport, you know, because I mean, it's right, being right. considered for the Olympics and, you know, like it's, it's a global thing. It's a global organization. It's a very serious sport these days, but you know, back in the beginning, it was all about the, the face paint and, you know, the studded belts and, you know, all of the, the bruises painted on and it, it's gotten away from that, you know, sadly, a little bit sadly, um, but the names are still really creative to this day. You know, you've got to have a badass derby name. Right, which I which I love. I absolutely love. I think there's so much that goes into thinking up a character's name. And so I think of taking that, you know, to the exponential, you know, with having a, a derby character and you want it to obviously instill fear in your opponents and instill loyalty and admiration from your fans. So it's been one of the funnest things that I've done doing this sport. Um, now that the books, you know, are out there and they're getting some attention and especially since I'm, you know, visiting different roller derby bouts, um, different skaters are volunteering their names to be included in the book. Because that's there's, awesome. There's so many roller girls out there. It's hard to like find something that's truly original. And so it's really awesome now that the Derby community wants to be a part of it. And they're like, please use my name because there's, there's some awesome names out there. One of my favorite ones so far that I found actually plays for Orlando. We went and saw her when we lived there. We went and saw the team um, when we lived there. And her name is Oxford Coma. And I'm like, oh my awesome. God, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> that is awesome. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna be a fan of hers already. I, I know, can tell right? you. Yeah. Yes. Okay, so each of these books then follows, I'm assuming, there's a, a derby, um, a derby girl who is the main character of the book. And what genre are they? 
Uh, they are, well, they really don't have a, a great genre. I mean, they're romantic women's fiction is kind of okay. how my agent and I talked about, you know, pushing it. Okay. But which is, which is what I write. So I'm, I'm in your corner for that. And so um, I would say, then let me take a guess that each of these women is going through some type of journey or some type of transformation, overcoming obstacles, learning more about herself. And there is a romance storyline somewhere in there, but it's not the main storyline and nabbing that guy is not the end all do all to make her life complete. Yeah, I would say that. Oh, yeah, that's a really good way. That's a really good way to sum it up. I would say that the romance is pretty heavy it's pretty centric to the plot but it's right. certainly not the whole thing right yeah and, and I, I feel that that we have that in in common because I I'm 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 fascinated by women by you know our resiliency and by the you know our relationships and what we are in our families and in our friendships and in our romantic relationships and I obviously love me some romance exactly. but I feel like in my writing that woman's story is more the central storyline and the romance is important and it's definitely a facet of who she is and what she needs in her life but it's not like the the prince shows up on the white horse and now everything's great it's it's more that he's a component of her um happily ever after so and that was very true for me personally playing the sport because the reason that i got involved in it is i had just come out out of a really like tumultuous personal time like that's putting it mildly my first husband was killed in a texting and driving accident I had two small kids at home and a friend introduced me to this crazy sport that is full of like girl power and getting out aggression and I was able to completely focus on something different than everything that was going on in my life and it like I forged these incredible friendships with these other really just kick-ass women that lifted me up and helped me on to the next phase of my life. So it's really, you know, the the woman's journey within these books is so personal to me because I lived it. You know, right. I was I was the right. first story in my series, you know, like that was how all of this began. So that's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. And I think it's an inver- a very it's an escape, but it's a very empowering escape and a, and a strengthening escape rather than, you know, so unfortunately, so many people escape in, in other ways that can be detrimental to themselves or harmful to themselves. And I mean, obviously, you got bruises, but well, yeah, the I overall thing <laughs> was, you know, to increase self-confidence, to increase your ability to, to lift you up and to give you this incredible circle of women around you. So exactly. that is awesome. So um Speaking of journeys and adventures, uh, you and I are going on a cruise together we are. in January. We I am are. very excited about that. We're going on the Barbara Vey Reader Appreciation Cruise with several other authors. We're going to be setting sail through the, um, through the, I guess, the Caribbean. Yeah, we sail out of Fort Lauderdale, so that's the Caribbean. I had to think about that for a minute. Like it's the Atlantic, <laughs> but then we're going to the Caribbean. Yeah. Um, yes, I was a geography teacher, but only for one year. Um, and I don't so do that would, anymore. <laughs> exactly. What would you say you are most excited about for the cruise? Now, obviously, you're excited to meet readers. You're excited to hang out with cool authors like moi, and like you're excited, you. you know, to have time. But as far as the cruise itself, what is something that you can't wait for? Um, okay, well, 
first of all, I have to say that I'm like crazy excited to hang out with Dorinda Jones, who's coming on this cruise with us, because I, awesome? I'm straight up fangirl, like absolute fangirl. I was turned on to her by my readers, uh, because I always ask my fan base, like, what else are you reading? What other books do you love? And right, so right. many of them kept writing me back and saying, Charlie Davidson series by Dorinda Jones, Charlie Davidson, Charlie. And I was like, who is this Charlie Davidson? And so I went and looked the series up. Holy smokes, big time fangirl now. And she's oh, going wow. on this cruise and I've never met her in person. So I'm hoping that it goes a little bit better than the first time I met Heather Graham, who is also going to be on the cruise because it took me two days of meeting Heather and like seeing her in person to work up the nerve to go and say hello. So <laughs> that turned out really well. So I'm hoping it goes a little bit easier for me going and meeting Dorinda for the first time because I'm super excited. <laughs> See, and I feel like I made a complete like I, I don't know idiot of myself fool of myself and meeting Heather Graham and <laughs> she's so gracious she's and so she's gracious. so nice and I've met her now several times and I still feel like every time I see her I get a little bit of like oh my gosh that's Heather Graham like um it is like and I've, I it think is. I've ever met another I don't think I've ever met another person that I've admired from a distance who really like comes to the table with everything that you think that they have in your head. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, she shows up to these publishing events and she is straight up the Stevie Nicks of the book world. You yes. know, like, she, oh my God, that's the perfect way to describe her. It she is. She might put a hex on you, like, if she doesn't like you. She, <laughs> but she loves everybody. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Absolutely. Well, it's, it's the first time I met her because she was the first author that I met after joining, you know, the author community that I had read since I was a teenager and like, you know, knew who she was and knew her books and loved her books. Sure. And, and, and so, and in fact, when I met her, like, I think one of the first things I said to her, I was like stumbling over my words and I'm like, I, I had, you know, one more <laughs> blue, one more gray and one road West when I was in high school. And when I moved and when I went through college and I never got rid of them and I don't know where they are. And I was like, just <laughs> rambling. And, you know, and she's very graciously smiling at me like, oh, do you normally talk in complete sentences? <laughs> but, but she's so nice and so fun. And actually, um, she and I are going to be singing karaoke together. Oh, my gosh. Ship. You're going to do it? I Yes. <gasps> You're going to have yes. to get me really drunk if you want me out there to sing karaoke. I, hey, margaritas <laughs> are flowing. But, um, but yeah, I definitely am going to sing. I just, um, I just, and I just had this awesome karaoke experience at Indie Book Fest. I sponsored karaoke I for the, the Saturday night. We, I have always wanted to sing Don't Stop Believing by Journey is my <laughs> all-time favorite song. And I've always wanted to sing that karaoke, but I am not Steve Perry, nor can I even remotely hit his high notes. And so at the end of the song, I'd already told the DJ it's what I wanted to do for the closing number. And I asked everyone in the room that was willing to come up and stand behind the mics and behind the karaoke screen. And we had probably 30 people singing Don't Stop Believing. And it, and was, it was like, epic. it was epic. It was such a cool experience. And you think about the, you know, the message of Don't Stop Believing with everyone following, you know, following their dreams and following their career path and going for what they want and, and just having everybody there unified and singing. It was, it was awesome. But yes. I'm also looking to an epic moment of karaoke with Heather Graham. So, um, and then I you and I are I planning. I wonder if we could get her to like do some Stevie Nicks up there. My brain I might know. explode. Be like, can I you sing know. some Fleetwood Mac for us? I bet she would. I bet she totally would. 
I bet she would. I've, I have been told that she loves karaoke and, and, and I know that that's something that she likes doing, but I don't know what her go, like, you know, everybody that sings karaoke kind of has your, these are my go-to songs. What so is I don't your know what her go-to, go-to songs? Manic Monday by the Manic Bangles. Manic Monday. I Aww. love that song and it just is, it's upbeat. Did you know Prince wrote that song? I did not. Uh, yep, Prince wrote that song, and I absolutely love it, and I just, I love singing that song, so that's always, that's my little go-to break the ice, like I'll usually, depending, if it's a receptive crowd, and usually karaoke crowds are pretty receptive, here's, oh, yeah, here's my karaoke they're, they're theory. They're generally pretty drunk, too. Here's is- my theory, when I sing karaoke, like a lot of people, like you just said, you have to get you really drunk to sing karaoke, when I sing karaoke, I stay completely sober. And then I wait and sing later in the evening when everyone else is drunk. And that way I sound better, you know, because yes, if I'm sober and they're all drunk, they're going to be like, wow, you sound really good. So that's, that's my, that's my playbook for karaoke is that I don't drink. And then I let everyone else drink. And the later in the night it gets, the better my voice sounds to people. So yeah, that's my playbook. So, but we're going to have, we're going to have, if you're not a karaoke fan and you want to go on the cruise, there's going to be tons of other stuff to do. I know we're doing like some shore excursions with authors. I know we're doing some other activities and other authors have things together. You and I have like a little surprise activity that we're going to be working on. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. So, um, and why don't you tell us how people can find out about the cruise? Uh, so the, I I don't know how to, barbervaycruise.com. BarbaraBayCruise.com is the link that will take you to find out all of the authors that are going to be there. Uh, it's going to be us, of course. Karen Rose is, is coming. Uh, Catherine Bybee, Marina Adair. We've got an incredible lineup of Jill authors. Jill Sanders, uh, yeah. Tanya Kappas, Catherine. Yeah, everybody. It's, Diana Orgain. It's lots gonna of people. It's going to be so much fun. Um, yes. And yes. it's what five five days, six days, five days, six days, something like that. I think it's I think it's five nights. It's January twelfth through January seventeenth, two thousand nineteen. It will be sailing out of Fort Lauderdale. We're going to Jamaica. We're going to Haiti, and we have two days at sea. Um, and it's and it's going to be I think a great time. And so, the boat um, is crazy. Like I've I've been on a few cruises. I've never been on one that the ship is this big with this much stuff on it. This ship has an escape room. It I just does, found this out. I'm right? insanely excited about that. It has an escape room and it has like Which all we sorts decided of like, we are not gonna play together. Right, no. No. No, we're not. <laughs> I I you've already said that like I I, I think suck I at think them and, yeah, and you're a dictator. And I don't, and I'm not I'm not a dictator. <laughs> I just am I'm a little bit highly competitive. And so I if you're telling me up front that you suck, yeah, I'm I would prefer for us to do a different activity <laughs> together. <laughs> I don't want to build a team of people who knowingly suck. I mean I'm I'll be yeah. supportive of my teammates, but if you're telling me up front you suck, we'll find something else to do together. I have done a lot of escape rooms, an embarrassing amount of escape rooms, and have never made it out of any of them. Okay, so the, yeah, I don't want to yeah, tell you. Yeah, you don't, yeah, you don't, uh, you don't want me on your team. <laughs> I'll they support also you in have, um, They also have laser tag on the boat. And I am going to, so my husband is badass military, like, dude. Right. He's awesome. And he's, right. he's a cop full time. So, like, you don't get much more badass than my husband. And also, my friend, roller derby legend, Lady Fury, is coming on the cruise. I love Lady Fury. So we're going to do a match to see who can who can win roller derby, my badass husband or the Lady Fury. And I, 
I, like I'm married to one and secretly in love with the other and I don't know <laughs> I don't know how this is gonna go down <laughs> yeah you you probably shouldn't like proclaim your loyalty to either side I, I would can't. wait and see how it ends yeah um well, I absolutely love laser tag. And again, I'm fiercely competitive with that. We did a, um, years ago when I worked at Walt Disney World, we did a team building and went and did laser tag. And um, it was suggested at the end that perhaps my understanding of team building <laughs> was was not complete because I, I think that, um, again, I'm just, I've, I'm competitive. I have competitive issues. I'm happy to, I'm, I'm okay with it. I wouldn't say I'm happy to admit that, but I'm okay with admitting that. I have competitive issues. So, so we'll see. But I look forward to seeing that uh, with Chris and Lady Fury. That's going to be an epic battle. And I definitely look forward to seeing that. So. But there are cabins still available and... Um, barbervaycruise.com yes it's set sail awesome. with us it is going to be awesome I think it's going to be a really good time and um, anyone that wants to know about it you can find information either on my Facebook page you can find there's a link on my website under events um, and you can also I'm sure find information on Alicia's fa Facebook page or barbervay.com barbervaycruise.com so we there's plenty of places everywhere. to get information we are yeah. we are why don't you very quickly just tell people how they can find you if they want to learn more about all that is Alicia Hyder. Um, I am everywhere. I try to like <laughs> spread myself very thin on the internet. Um, but I, AliciaHyder.com, that's kind of the hub that will point you in every direction. I have a fantastic um, fan club on Facebook, Hyder Nation. If you look it up, we do weekly giveaways every Friday for some really cool swag. And it's just a lot of fun interaction and hangout time with readers and me and I act a fool and it's it's awesome so as come, always come come join in the madness awesome and if you would like to find me I am at violethow.com I'm also on Facebook Instagram I'm on Twitter but my presence on Twitter is not really that yeah, um, I spectacular too, I do too you know what I think it is is the limit on characters like I can't even <laughs> introduce myself in 140 characters I talk well, way you too know much they've, for Twitter. they've expanded it now I know yeah. but I think I like got my my impression of it was before it expanded but I'm on I love Instagram I'm all about some Instagram and um, I'm on Facebook and I have a Facebook group called the ultraviolets and we also do a lot of fun stuff and um, I have um, I have a new book coming out the end of this month Yay! so I'm getting ready to gear up for some really fun stuff with the ultraviolets for that because they get exclusive content that no one else gets That's so um, I'm excited to give that to them so I want to thank you so much for coming on an open dialogue with me today. I'm so bummed that my dear friend Todger was not here. And I know um, you're going to have to come back at some point when Todger's here Absolutely. too, because that would be awesome. Can we do but it in thank person? You. <gasps> that would be awesome. Yes. Yes. I um, Maybe we'll do one. Well, she won't be on the cruise. Maybe we'll do something from the cruise. But anyway, we'll see. But I um, definitely, definitely miss Tadra today. And big hugs to you, Tadra. And yes, I hope that you're better. feeling better. And um, Alicia, thank you so much for, for stepping in and being my guest host. And thank you so much, everyone, for joining us for an open dialogue. Yes, thank you. All right. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.